just a bunch of witty banter. Good clip, Papa. Good clip, good clip, good clip, good clip, good clip. Pero pepo. What's up, guys? This is Witty Banter, episode number 47. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Williams. He's on my left today, and his favorite color is black. It's Hunter Dorset. That is true. Yes, it is. It's and true. coming to the right, <laughs> taking his spot, his truck is nicer than my house. It's, it's David Wilson. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's pretty nice. He picked me up today. It felt really good. It's oh, yeah. like a Windows hotel down. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. In Pants, there. yeah. There was real estate to sell in there. Really? There's <laughs> enough, there's <laughs> enough room in there for you to like even like air out. You know what I mean? Like, I had to climb in it. Like a, exactly. Like I a bring child. a child. Yeah. I throw a like ladder a in the back of the bed, and just in case. The voice you're hearing, besides David, we have a fourth guest. I don't know if he's my best friend or my dad. It's Stephen Shivana. <laughs> I, I play like a really. I'm playing a thin needle there. You, you toe know? the line, it's, don't it's you? Kind of very, very. Now I just gotta ask, like, when did the dad game start? You know, I think that really. Did, you know, that could be before. I always was like kind of an old soul, even amongst like my group of friends, but really... You take your belt off and reprimand them from time to time. <laughs> uh, you know, things had to be done, you know? Like they were drinking, being irresponsible, you know? I was definitely an enforcer. I'm, I'm E. I'm E in an entourage. That's what they call it. Oh, okay. All right, I got you. You know, so he's kind of a dad figure. He keeps everyone in line, but he likes to party. Well, look, this is a special episode. Hunter, I think we've only had four guests on one other time in the entire span of Witty Banter. Yeah, I think it was once with uh, with Nick and Max, right? So, I think so. So, so yeah, this you is guys are entering, feeling honored yeah, here. It's I'm a, feeling really good. It's a select, it's a choice club, you know, you're in your... I don't know. I've just been so amped about guests that we just had to double down this time. We Plus, got we finally guests. have like the quality of equipment to be able to actually have you guys speak into it and not sound like crap. So yeah. that's nice as that. well. You We're know? somewhat yeah. presentable as we sit here around all of our magic cards on this uh, <laughs> yeah. in, our, in our living room table. Well, anyway, if you're, uh, if you're a fan of Witty Banter, you know to expect some beer. So we're going to get right into that and not make you wait any longer. Now, the beer today I'm excited about. Now, if you remember a couple episodes ago, we tried one of New Belgium's Lips of Faith series. Correct. And we really liked it. It was the Groot. And, you know, we were just like, let's go with another one. It was Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. (laughs) I am Groot. And uh, Hunter picked this one out. Hunter, why don't you go ahead and introduce it? So this one's called uh, Pardblom, which is P-A-A-R-D-E-B-L-O-E-M. Uh, I don't really know if I said that right, but you need to be more Dutch with it. <laughs> Close enough. Part of bloom. Part of bloom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Legos. That was pretty good. So, uh, just like the last Lips of Faith series, uh, our laps, our last Lips of Faith series, one that we tried had like six different spices that we threw in, one including bog myrtle, which uh, oh, really that was that one. Stuck okay, okay. okay, I remember um, that one. This was one that is with Charlie. That was with yeah, Charlie. Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, the one that that they put into this one, it's kind of similar. It, it was was brewed with peach juice, grains of paradise, and dandelion greens blended with wood-aged beer. It's awesome. So that sounds like a delight. Yeah, I mean, some of the other Lips of Face series they had like sounded interesting, but this laundry list of, of flavor profile was like, yep, that sounds fantastic. It's 9% alcohol, yeah. and it's super light in color, you know? Like, what is this, uh, darkish yellow, basically? Like a sunflower? It has an orange in it, for I sure. I was going to say orange. I like orange, yeah. yeah. But it's like a it's like a lighter has like little shades of like pink in it almost like now have, like a mandarin color or yeah. something. When we first yeah, opened it, it, immediately the aroma filled the room, and all four of us were like, "Wow, this smells fantastic." We were swim- swimming through a smell. It really it was. Was. Have you tried it yet? 
Mm-mm. Oh, That's dude, it's really Steven, interesting. What do you think? Yeah, give us give us first impressions. It's almost like a juice of sorts. Yeah, I was gonna say it's sticky. It feels like you know you're feeling it on the lips mm-hmm. as well. You know, there's a, the the faithful lips, if you will. I was gonna say I was gonna ask which Aerosmith album is a lips of faith. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> That was Steven that, Tyler, that, whatever that, one. one. <laughs> that was the first album, I think. <laughs> that was so a huge good. single. That put them in the out in the, the stratosphere. The yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost it's citrusy, kind of at the end, almost with almost like a bitter citrus at it's, the end. Yeah, it's light. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really enjoying it. So it says here, the grains of paradise. If you remember, Hunter, it was actually one of the main ingredients in the silverback ale at um, Thirsty Planet. And really liked that beer. Yeah, and he said it it gives it sort of like a peppery taste. Hmm. I think it comes from like a flower or something like that. Okay. And uh, I guess I can kind of smell that, if anything. Like, to me, there it smells sweet. Like, I can smell that juice, but that real interesting just complexity in the nose, I feel like is coming through because of some sort of peppery-ish aroma. I don't know if anybody's feeling like a, that. A, I can a get a little bit on that. But... First of all, you know, just first impressions, it's a 9% beer, and it doesn't feel too heavy yet. No, um, no. no, it's like a juice, I think. Yeah, like. the fa- it's, it's refreshing so yeah. far, so I'm enjoying it. But it's tasty like a wine. Like, there is a deep profile to this beer. It Correct. is definitely complex. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's not, yeah, when I say juice, I don't want to take away, f- like, I'm yeah. not saying it's a simple. Yeah, it's not childlike, but it... <laughs> It's, it's sappy. You like, don't want to give this to your kids. I prefer <laughs> I my juice. Do you like, like the juice in the boxes or the little bottles, the plastic bottles? The bottles. With the little nurple that you rip off? Oh, yeah. You like twist and then. I pretended it was beer uh, all the time. Are you talking oh, about Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid? Sure. Like, no, like Mondo. See, I like, the Mondo? Cool, I like to twist off the Kool-Aid tops. This is coming from the guy who just ordered a case of, what was it? Surge. Surge. Oh, really? <laughs> did order yeah, yes. they're resurging with Surge. Yep, I have bought it off Amazon for $45. Oh, what? Yes. Yes. Drink it was it? ridiculous. It's the price of nostalgia. It's delicious. Are you going to drink it? Oh, yeah. I've already oh. had like three. I didn't know if it was like a, like a collector's Surge. Nah. <laughs> collector's Surge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this to my kids. Get their kids <laughs> going, them. He's going <laughs> in a time capsule. Yeah. One day, boy, you'll dust off this old surge and you'll pass it to your son when he gets married he'll do that to his he'll, he'll spend more ridiculous money on <laughs> random stupid shit like now that. look i'm excited about this episode just because of what we have planned and the fact that you guys are all here so let's go ahead and jump into it this is witty banter what the fuck was that i don't know did you hear that yeah that was some Mark Wahlberg. Oh, it was a crap. That was definitely Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that was Mark Wahlberg. It sounded Walls. like a drum set just went. Well, up. it sounded like someone was going to come in through the front door, and they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, this house is weird. Let's go ahead and get into what we're going to do. Beat up, beat up. Yeah, please beat up this stuff <laughs> Chase away. Is scared. Now, look. Typically, we do news stories, and those are fun, right? Uh, as everyone knows, this week was Apple's iWatch reveal. Oh, God. Oh, God. So what I have planned for the show is I have a big laundry list of features that they went off during the keynote, and I'm going to read them one by one. All right. After each feature, we're going to go around the table and say whether we care or don't care. Don't care. Thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> okay? That, and I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun, all right? All right. So we'll start, we'll start at the very beginning, all right? So first of all, they talked about the different materials that these things are going to be made of. We got stainless steel, anodized aluminum, and gold. Pretty nifty, all right? Like real like gold? Like real actual gold in it? Real Have gold. you seen the prices on it? We'll Give get, me the we'll gold. Get to the prices. We'll get I was going to say it's hundreds We're going to get to the... Right? Um, Pucker up, Buttercup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pucker real hard. So the first features they mentioned were you can check the weather and your heart rate. How do we feel so far? Can't I mean, phones do that now? Phones do that now. 
Uh, I feel like a phone would probably be better at the heart rate thing. Yeah, it's uh, right there on the The weather, rate. I don't care. So I don't, we got uh, a whole lot of not caring don't so care. far. Next, you can customize the watch face. <laughs> with details like the date and your next appointment, etc. So it can be like a little client for you. Do care. we care? You care? You yeah. like that? I like being able to. I mean, you're not stuck with just one watch face. Mm-hmm. You can you can change it. So at a glance, you kind of get you can customize and see what your day is going to be. Like. You've already fallen to their trap, Chase. The glanceability. You've already used your words. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, they're, they they're all that? about glanceability. Oh, like, okay. that's Ooh. the thing of this product is that, like... He's a subconscious you, fan. Oh, my God. Okay, so... <laughs> like, I'm sleep watching these, like... <laughs> like, you... They, they've done studies, and the average person checks, checks their phone something like 150 times a day or something. Oh, that's yeah, their there's figure. A, there's that there's app no called, way I do that. That's that horrible. app called Momentum, or uh, Moment, Moment. It's an app called Moment, okay. and it'll... It'll track how many times you, you pick your up phone? your phone, how many times you unlock your phone. I need to get that. How many, like, how many hours a day you spend on your uh, phone? I don't want and, like, to. Yeah, okay. people like don't like it because it's <laughs> scary. Yeah, yeah it's it, too much light. Yeah. I would like to do some sort of bet with that, where we all have it for a week, and whoever you know, we make some sort of wager. Yeah, I can see that. So <laughs> they, so they, they realize that that's something that they can tap into, and you can now check your watch three hundred and fifty times. Instead of just your phone, because you have to get your phone out of your pocket, and you yeah. know it's it's clunky almost yeah. in the modern age. God like, forbid. But if you just look at your, as long as we're consuming you your whole day, how many times you would just look at your wrist if it had like that amount of, of information on it? Yeah, and it has notifications. And notifications stuff is always like buzzing every time a notification it's pops up. Be thousands of times a day for people. Sure. Like emails. People that texts. have a problem with yeah. technology in that kind of addictive <laughs> way. Yeah, it's gonna get worse. Huh? It's it's gonna gonna be, sorry to tell you, bro. It's gonna be debilitating. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so moving back to the future. So I guess what David cares. I care. I don't care. It, uh, it, I do not care. It's your ability to see your day this at a is glance. Your appointments and stuff. I'll go ahead and say I care. I'll go and get two too. Okay, that's fine. Um, Apple Watch has a built-in speaker and microphone. You can use it to answer your calls. Do we care? I'm not going to answer my phone calls on my phone. I just feel like with I look my like watch. a jackass. So you have to watch. hold it up to your face, right? Yeah. Correct. Like, like, you're a like a Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Power Rangers. Like you just have to sit up there. Hello, Zordon. It definitely looks and seems cool in a movie, but yeah. I don't know if I want to do this in real life. You'd look like an yeah, idiot. Yeah, that's 1960s future cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, the future is going to be great, guys. We're going to just, like, hold our wrists up to our face. No, it's all No. Turns <laughs> out you don't want to be doing that. Yeah, I just think I'll, I'll use my phone to answer my calls. Okay, so, so I don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Do not care. I don't care either. Well, you're off to a great start, Apple Watch. <laughs> you're really you're coming Screw in. Screw this product. You can send animated drawings to friends, as well as tap on the watch to get your friends' attention and send them your heartbeat. No way. Now, is this not the most dystopian, weird future <laughs> it thing is you've a ever weird heard? Like, what, you know, okay, remember like poking on Facebook? Like, like, what the hell, babe? I sent you my heartbeat like three times. It was. <laughs> Why didn't you respond? It was racing for you. How come you weren't thumping my heartbeat? <laughs> yeah. You didn't re-thump my thumb. What the hell? I don't care. Of course, I do not care. I don't want to get my friend's attention by being like, David, bzz, 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 hey, David. Bzz. Can you like Morse code that? Yeah, that would be cool. This, is, this sounds like the exact thing We're that people that like to <laughs> use their technology like in a room with each other, people that send Snapchats when they're Heart, in the right room, you know, other, yeah. you know, it sounds like they would love to do that. Like a gimmick, yeah. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. Randomly. Or like, you know, girlfriends that like text each other when they're like on the other side of the sofa. 
It kills yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Here's my heartbeat. And I think you can, like, draw, like, the heartbeat. Like, it'll pulsate, and you can make, like, a little picture. It's really, really Yeah, it says really here that you can send animated drawings. So you can be like, here's the sm- I'm winking at you. That's kind of cool, though. Like, I think that the animated drawing thing is cool. Because, like, you just, like, do a little thing, and it makes it, like, a trail behind it, and you just send it to somebody. That could be so fun. So you just be like, hey, what's up? And I could like, see hey, how people would up? find that fun. It's like Harry Potter stuff. Like, you draw your wand on it, and then it does it on when the other side. When you Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> 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 All right. It sounds like we have a... Some don't care. Smattering? Don't care. Or lukewarm. Eh, probably don't you care. Can, we lukewarm. can see how the people we already dislike would love this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? exactly right. Okay, All cool. those people. Well, I can understand how somebody might find this, like, you know, innovative in a way that they might enjoy. I'm just trying yeah, to say the price I could tag never do it for months. <laughs> like, I would never be interested in doing this. Okay. Okay. Good. okay. All right. So then we get into some of the health features. And, you know, we've seen them really push the health stuff. And I guess it's because there's already so many, like, fit bands out there and they're yeah. doing really well. So clearly they're, they're trying to, like, let's do that better or whatever. So your watch can remind you to move if you've been sitting too long. It can also send you reminders to be more active, as well as reports on Mondays with past week's activities. So you, it can literally be like, hey, man, you should like stand up right now. Or, hey, it's been a while since you've lifted some weights. Do you, we care? You've been worthless for six hours. You've looked at me a whole lot. Yeah, I, I, I mean, less than not caring about it, I just don't think I'd like this. <laughs> I would just what? not enjoy True. having my technology be like, hey, pay attention to me because you're worthless right now. Like, I'd just be like, you know. I don't know. I care about my health, but I think I can take care of my health. That's a more part. intuitive feel of it. That's yeah. what I like about <laughs> yeah. taking care of my health. Like, yeah. I wouldn't care about the notifications, although the, the information of like how many miles you walked or you know, how, many, you know, how many hours a day do you spend sitting, how many hours a day do you spend standing, I don't care about the notifications saying you need to get off your lazy butt yeah. and, and but as do a data something. Collector, you but like as a it. data collector, I like it. The thing it. is, is there's all, all those apps exist on the iPhone and stuff already. And you're carrying yeah. that around. True, to, you know. true. And that's, how, and that's what, how I'm looking at it. But also, just sort of like you, you're saying, like I don't nest. I feel like they can get people more excited about this feature than people actually are going to be even using, using it. it. Like, who is going to be like, you know what, this is the year. I'm going to really listen to my watch, and every time it tells me to walk a lap, I'm going to do it. Like, I feel like people who are in control of health aren't going to be taking orders from a watch. I feel like the intuition is that Apple is asserting that the thing that's keeping people away from health is like lack of information about your body and True. how your body's working. It can also be that's I mean, not really what of, it is. Sometimes it can no, be lack isn't. of motivation, too. But, I mean, yeah. do you really need technology to motivate you? I mean, I guess if it's yeah, any sort of message, some people do. You. I mean, I, some people I need some source of motivation like, to get I know, I know my brother, like, he gets off going to a gym and, like, having all that information to me and, like, yeah, dude, like, I did all this stuff and now I know, like, how much progress I made. But, like, for me personally, I just like going and doing that feeling more so than, like, I'm not going to look through all the numbers and be like, I burned all these calories and does. But I, I understand how other people get motivated by that stuff. So, Yeah, I do that every once in a while, like do a calorie count or like uh, I find out how much mm-hmm. like my daily expenditure is or anything like that. But I don't do it often. You just check in on it like every four or six weeks or eight weeks, something like that. That's how I like to keep track of it. I, I, like the thing about this technology is like my mom was never half this naggy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I don't want this creature living on my arm telling me I need to go move. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're like like you're at work and like you've been doing like work all day. I'm busy right now. You haven't moved. You're like, yeah, I know I haven't moved, man. I I want to move. You're totally right, Chase. This is so dystopian. It really is weird at times. You know, 
like the personality that we've been trying to give it. But I, you know, I don't know. We we mentioned the other fit bands. I don't know how well they are providing data and stuff like that. And if this is something that those things can't do, or maybe they do do. They're all Bluetooth linked, I think, to your phone. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes or sense. Or the, the big one, the MyFit or My Fitness Pal, Fitness like Band, that. or something. Yeah, the, the big Fitbit. ones out there. Fitbit. That's it. I love those commercials. And yeah, Great I think commercials. it's I think it's linked Bluetooth to your phone. Sure. Okay. So you can so, download yeah, all the I mean, data. I wish I knew more about like this little health sector. I just don't know if how much they're innovating, you know, which I'm okay with them not necessarily reinventing the wheel. I am aware that Apple typically takes something that's good and established and they make it better, you know, yeah. synthesizing all these things together. Yeah. Okay, so you can use Apple Pay on your watch to control music. Or you can use Apple Pay. You can control music with your watch if you have like an Apple TV. Um, you can interface with Siri via voice commands. And receive notifications on your watch from apps like ESPN and Facebook. So it sounds like all of the ways that apps typically reach you now through your notifications are now going to be popping up on your wrist as well, basically. Uh, when I first got an iPhone, I really liked having all those notifications, and I liked coming back to my phone and finding, you know, like 12 things had developed. Yeah. But over time, I just got rid of all of them. You know, really? just like there's the, only a couple that I there's a couple that I keep around. Yeah. And, and now you go to a website and it's like and maybe the grocery store dot com wants to send you notifications. Yeah. No. And how my life. Everything. Like, yeah. It wants to know your location and send you those. What are those called? Those banners? Flowers. Something like that. No. Yeah, <laughs> if they send me flowers, I would be 100 percent in this product. I'd be into it. I guess my question is like, are we are we replacing a lot of our phone time with the watch time or is it just overlap? Like it's it's overlap, so you don't have to use get your phone out. Because I, I mean, if well, the notion is just that like we're just gonna put a bunch of apps on our on our watch, it's just gonna be a phone on our on our wrist, you know. Yeah, and yeah. they they even bring up a, like you can even check your Instagram on there. And I'm like, that screen is tiny. Like, yeah, who wants to yeah. surf Instagram? Let's look at pictures like that. Like that. Or yeah. any of these apps. Like, the development is going to have to be so different. Just how, you know, when the iPhone first came out, all of the websites still were just their normal web websites. And mm -hmm, then they had right. to change into, like, be mobily supportive. Right. And if it wasn't, it was, like, a, you know, it was a pain to use. And it took a long time for all these people to, like, get used to that interface. And it sounds like that process is about to happen all over again. You know, like, your Twitter app is going to have to look and be different now and all these other apps. Under the assumption that this product will become popular like the iPhone or smartphones did and I'm skeptical of that yeah that's a, I mean we should come to that at the end for sure we'll have like a, a decree on it okay Certainly. Um, but yeah as far as Apple pay I guess that makes sense they're already doing it on their phones. That's pretty cool. cool. That'd be kind of cool I think being able to pay with your watch would be cool that Just actually does it. sound really nice I'm probably like the most like staunch a uh, person against this product, it sounds like, so far. No, no, I'm, I'm right there Apple with Pay? you. I, yeah. I try to not That act sounds cynical. like a pretty fun thing, yeah. I, I like the idea of, like, I could probably do this with your phone, though, and that's possible already, but, um, yeah, I like the ad idea, just, like, not even have to bust out Hands a credit free. card. And, and it would be cool yeah. to control your music. Like, my wallet is such a nightmare, like, it's such a hard like. Dude, you got streamlined. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool just like pulling up. You got your, the Costanza pulling up your. I, I really don't and, like. I have an extremely streamlined wallet already, but it's <laughs> like any time I have an interaction with a cashier, it it's just seems like a nightmare. It's awkward. <laughs> I hope I you're not it. just tell me you're not storing receipts because when people do that, <laughs> that cracks me up. I can't believe people that do. That. I know. They're like, are like, you gonna go it? back to those? <laughs> Like you're gonna send like a stack of like at the end of the year I look to look at my receipts and reflect my journey, right? <laughs> what? This is when I went to the Target and I bought silly bands. <laughs> Great year. Anyway, let's get this train wreck moving. Can you imagine if the IRS actually 
like this was a cultural norm. We all save our receipts, and the IRS is just like inundated with like millions <laughs> and millions and millions yeah. of receipts that they have to fucking look at. It takes like five years to get. You your never tax have to worry about auditing. <laughs> yes, it takes like ten years to get your like yeah. two hundred bucks back. Oh yeah. So yeah, they showed off some of the Siri usage, and you just basically press the digital crown to talk to it, or now you can address it by just saying "Hey Siri," which is in line with how of like Google. most of the uh, like yeah. "Hey, okay Google" or "Hey, do that." Um, they better make Siri better because I really I never s- use Siri. Dude, I'm starting to hate Siri. Like, I don't even bother with it's it. Gotta it, know what to use it for. I feel like. I mean, it's cool to use it for sports, but the fact that a lot of the Google stuff, you can be like, okay, let me ask you anything, and it will intuitively bring it up to you in some digestible thing. And it's I'm like, definitely better. Hey Siri, when does this close? Doing web search for taco places. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Please. They gotta. I don't know. They gotta get that going. Yeah, I Google definitely like. has the upper hand. I think. So you can reply to messages using this app called WeChat. So, I mean, this was not the iMessages app, which was kind of weird because that's like their standard messaging platform for mm-hmm. all of their devices. They were using a different app called WeChat. <laughs> but they're saying basically that you can message on this, but you can only use stickers and not texts. So if someone... Good like, God, what? No. Yeah, so like Hunter it messages me and it's like, hey man, do we have the stuff? And I give you a big old thumbs up and that's how I text you on my watch. Oh, uh, those, yeah, I know what stickers are now. I, I, I wasn't following that for a little while, but you know, it has like that little waving like cat, corporate. like a bunch of yeah. like yeah. girls <laughs> that I want to hit on, whatever, gonna, like yeah. send me a waving cat. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> they just have like huge, like smiley faces with tiny eyes doing <laughs> yes, exactly. like really ridiculous animus face. Yeah. So yeah, you can receive messages on it, but you can only reply with stickers. Do we care? Do not care. Don't care. I mean, I just feel like I can do it on my phone. I'll just respond to this on my phone. Yep. That's the common thread. I think I'm above five. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. We've got video of you doing this. You need this. to end it, too, with a real staunch. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's why we Questioning. Yeah. yeah. That's how you finish those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about the Instagram photos. We don't care about that. Don't care. Uh, you can pull up your boarding pass info on a, like, it'll be a QR, QR code now. That's so cool. is a you QR can do that code. on your phone now. Like, I've done that with Southwest and Delta oh, yeah, that's before. True. Yeah. yeah, I've done that as well. So now just the actual code that they scan will be on your wrist, and you're like, bing, bong, bong, let me on this plane. All right, that's cool. That is cool. I care. You can't say bong in, in uh, TSA. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bing, bong, bong. You can't say bong. <laughs> it's too close. Too good. <laughs> It's too close to bomb. They immediately get you. You tried you it before? <laughs> Big bong bong. Okay, get out of here. You're gone. You're Officially not no fly list. Year. Exits that way. Can you beep? Did you have any bad troubles with the security when we went through Europe and all that? Uh, it was actually when I was coming back to the States. I was in Florida, I think. Or, Florida. Yeah. I came through somewhere like that. And um, I have... Uh, outstanding tickets here in Austin what? and that like sent a flag no through the way. entire yeah no kidding like and a speeding like, ticket yeah ex- like speeding ticket from like a year ago that I just had never taken care of didn't quite have the cash <laughs> and like I got I was sent to a different line oh, had no. to wait in this thing you that, gotta like, be kidding yeah it was crazy I, were I you was, tripping out uh, I think I had a good idea of what it was <laughs> But um, yeah, it was a little like, okay, what's going on right now? I, I mean, I know I didn't do anything, so I'm not, unless I was like, okay, we're actually going to send you to the Ukraine, yeah. like you're, you're going to be extradited, <laughs> and we're going to send Poland. you for questions. You know, then I might have gotten a little worried, but I was nice in a bright, sunny Florida, so I was all right. Okay. You can also use the Apple Watch to call an Uber while you're getting searched by the TSA. <laughs> but you know, you can. To me, I'm like, okay, you can use Uber on your phone. 
but now you can do it on your watch. Yeah. You still have to talk like this. Yep, like, like a doofus. Uh, you can use Apple Watch as a door key at some hotels. That's dope. That's cool. Is it? Yeah. Is it cool? It's pretty cool. It's you don't have to worry about losing your key or anything. You just have your watch. True, you could be a dumb, drunk dildo and just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, get into, into my hotel tonight. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. Out of the whole, unless you're like, out of the whole unless you just night, like fall just, down at the floor, you're just like, uh, yeah. Unless you're a particularly stupid goddamn dildo and you like lose your watch that night, which I'm sure will. Well, I was about to happen say to that somebody. would be the kind of person that would hate the most, where like he comes stumbling in like a drunk asshole. He's like, like, where's, my, where's my key? No, no, where's no, no, my no. key? But then he's like, oh, thank God, I have my Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. you're the worst. Your stupid five hundred dollar watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, now this is. This is funny, okay? They claim that it has 18 hours of battery life with wireless charging. So I think it's like a charging pack or something you put on it. I didn't really see exactly. I think it's like um, kind of one of the wireless pads like or a docking station, like a wireless yeah, docking station. Dock. Maybe. I didn't, I didn't actually watch the I didn't, thing. Yeah, I, didn't, I just got a big list. I didn't um, see pictures or anything. But I heard that if you go read into like some fine print somewhere on the website when it comes to battery life, they claim it's 18 hours here, but then they say like in the fine print, it's only like four hours of calls or like six hours of listening to music. So it's really not that long. It sounds like it's about... It's like standby time. Yeah, like 18 you're not hours using just not it. doing anything. Exactly. And so when you're using it, it sounds no better than your phone, honestly. Like well, I mean, worse. standby time on your phone is like four days. or five days. Yeah. Sure. So this thing, it ain't, it isn't kicking a lot. Which, if they're saying, I mean, glanceability, you're going to be checking it all the time. You're going to be using it all the time. I agree. I think, I mean, you'd be lucky to get a day out of it. It just sounds so weird to have to take your watch off every night and charge it. Yeah. Agreed. You know? If you can't do that with your teeth and like using a, a what is it called? A retainer. What do you, you know? You like, like if you can't take care of, if you can't wear a retainer every night, you're not going to like charge your watch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you know? right. It's like those are your teeth. You know how it's this is like the future it's your of your body. appearance. And you <laughs> just, won't even take care of that. You're going to tell me you're going to you charge just, this watch? Your parents just dumped thousands of dollars into those stupid braces you had. You're also about years. to dump thousands of dollars into this watch. Yeah, apparently. I don't. I don't think it would be like that weird to like have to charge your watch if your watch like did some cool stuff. You know, like I mean, I you charge get in my the phone habit of, of charging your yeah. phone every night. Exactly. No, I, I don't. I don't think it's like this outrageous deal breaking thing. But I just thought the idea. Of like, it does well, seem now weird. we have to charge our watches. It's yeah. Thing. It's yeah. just the thing. All right. So let's get to pricing real quick. The the range is butthole. De- Prepare your buttholes. Real quick, <laughs> we should spend <laughs> the rest of the episode on how expensive this thing is. <laughs> we probably could, right? Probably. So the smaller ones, um, the 38 millimeter version, range anywhere from $550 to $1,050, depending on the material. Oy vey. Then, if you get the 42 millimeter version, it's $600 to $1,100 for the material. But it doesn't stop there. You can get a gold band for your watch starting at $10,000. No, it's not a gold band. It's just the gold casing. It's not actually, well, no, the like band, the, the wrist well, the band gold. has some gold in it, but it's not like a gold, solid gold band. And it's still 10,000? Still $10,000. When I, when this got, when it may drop the $10,000 price and that's tag. The, no, that's the cheap one. Did you see the most expensive one? What's the most expensive one? $17,000. Oh my God. Is that dude, still gold? A car. It's yeah, it's, it's 18 karat alloy gold with like a full leather band and like gold accents on the band. And I didn't know the influence that 
uh, teenage youth in Tehran have on <laughs> influence of Apple products. Well, I mean, yes. Can you make it out of gold? Though? Yeah, <laughs> I don't have I don't have the, the arm hair to pull that off. You know, <laughs> seriously. But seriously, when I saw that price, I was one. I was like, holy crap. Let's assume someone someone's gonna buy that. I'm like, someone's gonna spend someone's that much that. money on it's a, well. Apple they're watch. limited editions. They're only producing you know X amount of them. Okay. Um, so it's you know it's just an Apple Watch edition, something like now, that. Now look, it's I mean, let's say the Apple brand, even though this isn't what they go for, I find it somewhat synonymous with luxury. You know, it's definitely a luxury. Like if you're buying a a MacBook or something, you're able to afford like sort of a top of the line thing. Yeah, I, I, feel, I think it's supposed to feel luxurious. Here. Right, and to me, I was like, maybe this is looks like the first experiment for them to be like, let's just put this mat like this price tag's huge, and let's like, see how it does. Product, yeah, yeah, let's let's try this out, and if people are willing to buy versions of our products that are so expensive that'll they'll go off for 17k, maybe they'll start sort of doing these new they'll start really opening up the spectrum of price or something, you know? I also imagine, like, that making more sense than trying to make, like, an affordable watch. You know, like, I can totally see, like, celebrities and people that, like, have a lot of money just being like, oh, I'm just going to throw down a bunch of money on this, like, super collector's edition, like, watch that does all this stuff as well, but then them never actually use it. You know what I mean? Like, right. I can imagine that more so than actually just, yeah. like, everyday people using, you know, kind of like the cheaper version of their watch and like interacting it with their phone. It just it just seems It's just weird. weird when me. you see someone with a Rolex, you're like, "Wow. One, that's a classy piece of mm-hmm. of jewelry. Of a, yeah. Two, that guy is doing very well for himself." Correct. Now I'm going to see a 18 karat gold smartwatch and be like, "Wow." That guy the new has so much money he doesn't such know what to a, do with it. Yeah. Such a, a rich, symbol. dumb dildo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, what is your gut reaction when you see a price tag like that? Steven, what are you feeling? Obvious disgust. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it reminds me almost of, like, uh, Enzo Ferrari. Like, he... he wasn't actually into the cars that he was making. He just started making these really fancy... Uh, sports cars to sell to rich people so he could support the uh, the racing side of the mm-hmm, business. He mm-hmm. was all about racing. And this kind of sounds like that kind of tactic. You know, it's like, let's see if we can reach this upper band of our, our market and probably just, you know, raise a little bit extra revenue or something. So so that's all of the, the facts. Now, how do, how do you guys truly feel it's going to do? I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, so I w- I'm not going to buy this. I think the fact that you have to have your phone on you to use it is totally ridiculous. I didn't even know that. You cannot use it. Did we already say that? No, it has to, no, it has to be paired with your phone. Yeah. Wow. You have to have your it phone is a phone. peripheral device. This Jeez. is a disaster. Thank you. Yeah, so you're going to have a, a $1,000 iPhone and you're going to have a $17,000 watch. A, a, oh, the humanity. <laughs> the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Like, I'm watching the Hindenburg go down right now. Like, <laughs> it is. Seriously, man. That's how I feel. I hope that, yeah. How much did they spend uh, in like R&D and and all that? I'm sure a silly amount. I mean, mean, they're an insanely wealthy company, so I'm sure they'll take whatever shot. This has been rumored for going on But here's the thing. It's got an Apple logo on it. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. And I I think even just the price tag. And I guarantee you there's going to be lines around the freaking corner for these things. Now, but that being said, that's going to be the early adopters, right? And a big part of innovation and it's spreading through is for these early adopters to get it and then tell the rest of the people, hey, this is worth it. Let's mm-hmm, do this. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, it may not be what we want now, but 
what they're going to iterate and to be better. Um, just we have no idea what how it's going to do. But going off what we have here, do you think that this has the potential to continue to iterate, or do you think it might actually flounder even amongst the early adopters? I, I don't think that. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think you're right that the like the people that get it first are going to be kind of like the checkpoint people. And has, I mean, has there been anything from Apple since they came out with the iPod that has flopped? Not particularly. Their iPods, their iPhones, their iPads, their new MacBooks, everything. Nothing you, has flopped. Even the nanos and the touches. Say, how did the nanos do? I they're mean, still great. Yeah, but I think it's because of the. But I think it's because those things are so widely usable. You know, like. I feel like the watch is such a narrow scope. And you can get a Nano for 50 bucks. Yeah. Like a too. new one there was like super low end of their Like, market. have they ever done peripheral products like this before? Well, look at the um, like Apple TV, which we're going to bring up in a bit. Like, that's sort of a peripheral thing, but a lot of people use that. But that's it's doing bucks. well, though? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I mean, I don't think it's a cash crop, but they support. I mean, it's constantly supported and iterated on. So mm -hmm. like, I don't know. They, they're supporting it. Yeah. I just feel like their main products are different from this peripheral, you know, idea that they're going with with the watch and the fact that it has to be paired with your phone. And like, it just seems too narrow of a scope for me to think that it's actually going to perform I don't think the way gonna, that it's other products. I don't did. think it's going to take off, say, like when they brought out the iPhone where it just exploded. It's probably going to hold a market. And I think it's going to continue to have buyers, but I don't think it's ever going to just change the world. Right. Plus, it seems like, I know myself especially, I am not super informed on the smartwatch market. Because there's like the Pebble and stuff out there. There are True. other watches there that are do others. these things. I think how well it, I mean, when reviews come out on like websites and stuff, that's what they're going to be comparing it to. That's true. You I know? And so if it is a better version of all the stuff that's out already, it might get like praise for sure but as far as the uh, mass market like appeal it just is going to be so hard you know concerning what i've said on this podcast so far and about dildos or um, <laughs> yeah dumb ones you said a lot about dildos this dumb dildo if it catches fire um i can understand how people become old tired alienated curmudgeons because i don't know if i can get on board it's happening <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I will really have to eat my words <laughs> like, <laughs> steven didn't you say all that shit about this fucking song watch you wearing yes yeah. i am a very I'm drunk sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but thank god i can get in my hotel room click, click into yeah. my hotel room <laughs> Okay. Well, um, I think that's all we're gonna do for the news segment. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll check back in. Oh, it launches April twenty fourth, so that'll be the that'll be D Day. Will Will you be able to uh, order room service after you get into your hotel room from your phone from your watch? I'm sure there'll be an. <laughs> hey Siri, that, make me a sandwich. Sammys. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. We're gonna go to a little halftime real quick. Let's do it. This is Woody Banter. Don't forget to follow us at Witty Banter Show on Twitter and shoot an email over to wittybantershow at gmail.com. And we're back. All of our banter friends. Uh, we've had some some time to go ahead and think about the beer. We've tasted more of it. Hunter, you're you're working down on finishing your bottle. I, I need to catch up. Yeah, I poured, poured the rest of it out, man. You're doing it good. The the big head's gone, though. You didn't let, want, it, want it back? Yeah, you know, it, it's simmered down now. Okay. <laughs> Besides that, how do you feel about it? Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, uh, my initial take on it that it's just kind of like a juice. But I, I think the thing that's really interesting about this beer is that when I 
drink it. I mean, I would not. If you were going to tell me, like, what's the alcohol by volume for this, I would have said, like, five. Really? But it's a nine. Uh, I would have put it up more like a seven or eight. Really? Because I just don't get that. I don't get hardly any of the alcoholic, like, body that I thought I would get. But it's but it's it's not, like... It it's a little remiss, I think. Like, I kind of want to taste it more, but... Yeah, you could see it on the glass a little bit. Like, it's kind of hanging on the edges, but... To me, to me, the s- the sweetness is how I know, you know, like and, and just the mouthfeel. This feels like I was gonna say, absolutely it has a beautiful mouthfeel. Actually, it's not like overbearing or anything. Like it's just sitting there pitching a tent, real nice. <laughs> pitching a tent, real <laughs> I like nice. it. <laughs> right in the mouth. See, I feel like it leaves almost like a tartness in my mouth. Mm-hmm. It does, almost which, like a residue, especially since it's been. Which opening I'm not up. like crazy about. I don't know why, but. So now just going down this list of things, uh, peach juice. Do we, we taste peach juice? How we feel? Yes. Smell and peach. Yes. Yeah, no doubt. Smelling peach and tasting the, peach. The, the foundation of this. Absolutely. Beer, you can feel it. Now this dandelion greens, <laughs> who knows what dandelion greens taste like, but what, for me it's like, okay, well, does this taste grassy? You know, do, do you guys get any sort of grassiness or does it smell like a fresh cut lawn or anything? Like, because I'm, it. you are, because I don't know, I'm, I'm falling. Some of that tartness that I feel or taste is kind of rem- sitting on that. Yeah. What about you, Steven? Anything at all? I wouldn't say I felt that. No. Yeah. I didn't really get mm. much of it. Now, how about the wood aged beer? Do you guys get any sort of wood or oak notes in this? Cause this is the one thing where I'm, it's, I don't taste it at all. Uh, it's totally flat on that. I agree. I think, I think there's just too many other things going on with it. The for peach me to may try be kind of overpowering it. To me, the peach is everything. I think at, I agree. at the end, I might have a little bit of a smoky wood kind of flavor to it. Maybe it's in the very, very honestly. light, very, very subtle. Right. The peach overpowers everything. There is like a musk to it that I haven't been able to place yet. I think that that's mm-hmm. a lot of that. Might be that pepper I agree. Too. I think that might be the pepper. Yeah. Yeah. It might okay. be the grain. Maybe the two in tandem, though. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been smelling this quite a bit, and it, there, there's a particular smell to it that I'm not sophisticated enough to <laughs> to identify. Oh, mommy. That's why we're <laughs> yeah, here, you know? Because <laughs> we're so good at that. Yeah. Our panel of experts. A panel of experts. That's what they call us. People will email it. We actually don't read these emails on the show, but they're like, hey, man, just got done with this beer. We need your expert opinion to put on the bottle. Yeah, they, co- so they quote us. In, like, Shut up. No way. That's so cool. That does not happen. No. <laughs> Come on. I'm usually not that gullible. Yeah. Like, wait, y'all would have told me about this before if this was going on. That was too easy. Come on, Dad. All right. Uh, so I guess we'll come back to these with our final numbers eventually, but it seems like we're... we're Decent. We're I'm curious. enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Okay. We're walking down a road with it. Yeah. I'd put this in my butt, like for sure. <laughs> oh my God. You would be Out gone. of left field. <laughs> you would be so done. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and talk about some sports real quick. What's the name of our sports segment? Uh, It's Witty Banner Sports Nation. Sports Nation. We'll cue that in. How bad is it that like we don't ever do sports? We have like we have like twenty buffer like segments. Twenty? We have a lot, man. We need to start. We definitely going, have over. Going up. We definitely have over ten. We like, only do like three or four. Yeah, <laughs> well, we like three. Okay, look, this next five to ten minutes is going to be dedicated to F one because the three guys sitting here at this table. That's Formula Eins. Yeah, that one right there. We, <laughs> our friendship is built around it. Like, let's be real. Oh, absolutely. We came together around no F one. Um, Basically, every other weekend, we go to this man Dave's house. We eat a tub of guacamole. And, <laughs> and hummus. We <laughs> go through some freaking hummus. Dude, I was telling Steve, like, the amount of guacamole we've eaten in this house is astounding. <laughs> like, really. Um, yeah, 
I just real quick want to go around the line and just say why you like Formula One. Uh, I think it's an amazing sport, and I try to get it, I expose it to as many people as possible. And maybe people listening to this episode, like, they think it may, might even be like NASCAR. They have no idea. So mm-hmm. let's tell, like, what's up with Formula One? Just so you know, that would be an offensive idea to think it that. Of course like it NASCAR. would be. It happens all the time. We turn right. All the time. <laughs> a couple times. David, and, okay. F1. Um, I think it just boils down to that I'm just always been kind of a gearhead mm-hmm. and that I love cars. I love everything about cars and just, it's just kind of the pinnacle of what cars can do. So, um, and for a long time, I, it wasn't until college that, uh, I really started getting into it and, and watching it and following it. What was that initial hook? Do you think? I think it's just the, the trying to wrap your head around how fast these cars I was are going. Say, for me, it's all about speed. Like it's a, it's a, it's the kind of motion that is not rivaled by any other object on the planet. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, exactly. It's so captivating. Like once you know what you're looking at, and you can appreciate what yeah. they're able to accomplish. And Jeremy Clarkson from a, a Top Gear has said like speed is one of the only true like modern sensations. Like human beings hadn't been able to feel speed up until you know, a hundred years ago when 25 miles an hour yeah. on mm-hmm. a little Mercedes buggy was like, you're flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and now we're doing eight times that. Yeah. Yeah. I just love the idea to me. They're literally like little jet engines on wheels, you know? Um, and I love how it so perfectly embodies the relationship of like heart versus mind where you have a team of people that work on creating the most, impressive engineering feat known to man when it comes to auto Mm -hmm. and then none of that matters as if your driver crashes and so much of it is dependent on driving as well and to me driving is just the sexiest thing of all time i love driving you know it's it's incredible and watching them it's like how i watch f1 i'm like how could anyone care about like a horse race even i was actually about to bring up like horse jockeys like they don't seem like athletes to me. They seem like they learned the skill and they had good body types, which seems like what an athlete is. But to me, they're still just riding. You know, it's like I understand. Maybe it's <laughs> I should I don't need to put down jockeys in order to. But people say the things same drivers, thing about Formula One as well. It's like I was oh, they just, just sit in a car. They just sit in a car and but go these around guys the track. Are such true athletes. Oh, they're, absolutely. You're spending an hour and 15, 20 minutes outside of your body weight, constantly. which is insane. Yeah. Like you're constantly four to five sh- times your body weight. Yeah, that's. Insanity. They lose yeah. almost like what six to seven kilos in water weight. Mm-hmm. That's why you have to check in your weight afterwards. Yeah. Yep. you look like they take vital athlete. signs and everything for that. Yeah, so cool. Monitor. Anyway, so the new season um, kicks off this Sunday at um, Albert Park. Yeah, Albert Park. Mel- Practice one started Melbourne at eight thirty. Holy tonight. crap! Wow, I can't wait to watch. Um, so what teams. we wanted to do real quick is just sort of sum up testing this year as best we could so this last season was new engine formula radically different and watching even watching Bahrain and realizing how different the state of the cars were from that third race to the last one blew my mind it was Mm -hmm. incredible so now we have a whole year's worth of data and telemetry time to make changes time to go into the next season and see who's going to win right yep now obviously um, Mercedes absolutely dominated last season and we're looking at them to see how well they're able to continue that or if someone else can come and challenge them. Yep. So what I want to do first is just go through like the, the, the drivers that we know and love and how they performed in um, testing as far as quickest lap time. 
because for a while Mercedes was sandbagging and they weren't mm-hmm. posting these lives. They finally did it, but so we're going to talk. They about were that. sandbagging at the first round at uh, Barcelona. Jerez. I think it was that or like Catalonia or something like that. Catalonia, Catalonia. was the long testing. Oh, okay. Where they where they finally kind of started opening up the car. I see. But the first round of testing, I think they were sandbagging a little bit, just trying to just kind of getting tire information, reliability, you know, little bits and that on the sensors, and then, you know, they were kind of down in the middle of the pack, and everyone was like, oh, like you know, how could you believe that? You know, like what, yeah. when people like do Mercedes and doing too hot, I'm like, are you kidding me? There's, There's no not way. even trying. Yeah, they're the CIA. Like they're. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's start down with number six with uh, David's favorite driver, Sebastian Vettel. He did. He was their sixth fastest this at that weekend with a minute and twenty three point four six seconds. Um, right above him, his racing partner, number two, Kimi Raikkonen, the came ice in. Man. Um, gonna be really interesting to see Sebastian Vettel at Ferrari this year. Uh, I'm super excited. I'm so excited for that. I, I've been a Ferrari fan for a while, and I, I had really had a lot of antagonism towards Vettel being such a dominant force in Formula One mm-hmm. for four or five years, right? Yeah, and. Uh, I might I have mixed opinions or you know mixed feelings rather. Uh, I think I might be more of a Vettel fan seeing him struggle through last year and seeing him in a in a red car this year. Yeah, sure. Cool. Um, number four, Felipe Massa, our our guy in Williams. Williams is my second favorite team. I feel like we all like we root for them. You know, they're like may not be our favorite. Not but a we, big Massa fan, Bottas. I mean, for sure. Bottas is the yeah. bomb, right? Like, yeah. that's what I've, I feel like we all passively want to see Bottas. And and Williams in general do well. At least for me, I like to see Williams succeed. I just think they. And I like to see you do well, Chase. So I like to see all the Williamses. (laughs) That's why I have you on the show. Keeping up with the Williams. I'm a supportive guy. I'm your dad. That's true. (laughs) My dad, bro. Um, And number three is Valtteri Bottas. Yep. Which is so awesome. You know, this guy was a rookie two years ago. Yeah, he's only got a couple seasons under his belt, and and now he's up here with the highest dogs there are. and the fact, it, it's been said that Williams's budget is nowhere near what some of the higher-end teams are, and they're still able to, like, compete at this level, you mm-hmm. know? Now, what really bugged me was they all, all, would always have these awesome qualifying runs, always in, like, third and fourth and stuff, and would consistently finish, like, seventh and eighth. Yeah. There's a problem with their race strategy. You know, they are dropping the ball. They're always, they are always struggling on the starts. They are always just constantly getting overtaken and you're right like and very rarely did you know bodice get or massa get a podium it was right. a lot of tire management that they were they would really the mess up on yeah for it's, sure which is i'm sure like you'd be pissed off about yeah that. it's, like, that's a, it's frustrating that's yeah you know you gotta you gotta hit singles yeah now number one and number two are gonna go to the our guys at mercedes um number two being lewis and number one being Nico. Now, yep. here's what's so interesting about them being number one and number two. All of the times besides theirs were set on super soft tires. I saw that. They set the fastest times at the track on softs. Yes. On a harder material. And that's why everyone is saying, like... Can you believe that? And still by, like, two-tenths of a second. Comfortably, you know? It's and people scary. don't think two-tenths is a big deal. But it's in, a big racing, deal. Yeah, in Formula going, One, two tenths of a second is a everything. huge, huge if you're deal. You're not all on the track together. Two tenths is a huge, huge time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you're going hundreds of feet per second, you know, it makes it makes a difference. <laughs> so I guess we can safe to assume that they're doing well. That's what I've been reading. Yeah. Now going into Albert um, Albert Park at the Australian GP, we uh, so 
one thing that's going to suck is your boy Alonzo is going to be racing. No, he's not. I'm pretty disappointed. He had know. that concussion, so he's not cleared medically. So And that yep. was almost, what, three or four weeks ago, right? I feel like About was, three weeks ago. Yeah. Which is a bummer because uh, we all want to see what McLaren and Honda are going to do together. Absolutely. Alonzo is that's com- a big question mark. These three forces are coming together. New driver at McLaren, new engine. It's a big question mark. But in what kind of sucks, too, and I'm not surprised considering this is the first year with their engine, he's... Alonzo was saying it's probably not going to be until like the summer break and that we're a hundred percent. Like they pretty much said, don't expect us to do the best. That's, yeah. Well, that's what all the people at McLaren are saying is that, you know, once we go back to Europe, you know, Silverstone, that, that time frame, yeah. they may start a, be able to, to, to get Europe. kind of working their way back up the list, but they're going to be struggling. They weren't able to put as many miles for testing. Um, they are having reliability issues with, uh, brakes, with engines. Um, and that's definitely pretty frustrating because, uh, Alonzo is probably at the tail end of his career now. I'm a huge So is Alon- Button. And Button, of course. They're yeah, both. Button's been in there, what, 15, 16 He's years? He's over 250 GP starts. Pretty crazy. Well, that's uh, nuts. Every, and uh, Alonzo has been struggling these past couple of years, and I think he only has one championship title, or maybe. Alon- I think he's got two. Two. Alonzo has two. two, Button has one. Okay. Um, you know, every season counts at this stage of the game in, their, in his career. So to see him, you know, missing a start like this and being at a new team, we are not expecting to really be a hundred percent bore until you hit Europe. That's a that's it's definitely a, a reconstruction setback. year, yeah. And you don't have too many years left. Now look, going into this race, I want to get your guys' uh, predictions. I want to, I mean, who's going to win this race and how how are people going to do? Because right now it it looks as if everyone isn't. Every car might be getting marginally better, but when it comes to like relative gains, they all look to be like sort of relatively doing the same as they were last season. You know, I personally think that you're going to have pole position Mercedes, number two Mercedes. I'm thinking, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to give the win to Nico. Why not? You know, I think. Of course you would. Of course I would. I think it's going to be so. He just likes to push my buttons. It's this next year. Like, I wasn't even a part of watching the sport and just watching Mercedes was watching Mercedes dominate and knowing every race going in that they were probably going to win was like what kept me from liking the sport. Yeah. And imagine the, the Vettel years where it was like four years. And that was, I think that's where my, my dislike of Vettel came from. It was just, I was, I just didn't like watching a race when Vettel had already won the championship, like halfway through the season. Understanding like, it's almost the opposite of golf where you love to see Tiger Woods win or you love to see Rory McIlroy. Right. You know, you, it, it, the level of prediction in F1 is uh, can drive a lot of fans away, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's like with the high speed, you also want a lot of competition. Yeah. You know? Luckily, with Mercedes, they do kind of jockey for position a lot. And those say, are exciting races. Absolutely. They truly yeah. are. The, You're right. The competition between Rosberg and... Uh, um, Hamilton. 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 Um, was season-long. Uh, mm-hmm. It was first intense. Co- it was really intense. It came it down to the like last the race. Fr- the, it, it, Definitely did. Like the first couple of weeks were all Rosberg and then just mm-hmm. hit a spell of some kind and was consistently driving slower than well, I've never Hamilton. seen and Hamilton would have like better fuel consumption and then yeah. beat Rosberg. By I'm surprised that he's the number two driver seconds. still, honestly. Rosberg? I think it that Hamilton proved himself over Rosberg. He, he had the Hamilton, number two car. No, Hamilton is number one. Oh, yeah. I thought he's he was a number, number one driver. Last year. No. Because ha- Hamilton has a championship and Rosberg doesn't. Be. He would have definitely was, been number Rosberg one. I thought Rosberg was one. Without a question. Cool. Well, anyway, I, I, I'm just really interested to see what happens. I want to see. Me too. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Um, so let's go and end that up and we'll go check on the mail real quick. 
Well, we checked on the mail because there's nothing in there. We have all of our fans at the table. <laughs> the only people who email you are sitting yeah. here. Which this we is like draw something up real quick. <laughs> live, live email. Oh, hey. Hold up a little piece of paper. I'm telling you, what you just felt, that like level of depression, is what <laughs> we just at the pit of our stomachs, a weekly thing. So you guys have been saving the ship. It's been great. It's, ma- it's magnified when you make the show and you feel it every week. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what I, I'm especially bummed because we didn't get any um, blood feud submissions. Ooh, did you guys listen to the last blood I did, feud? Did the Rock versus Jason Statham? How do we feel? I thought about that way one in. long and hard. Uh, because we're anticipating uh, Fast Seven. Is that the deal? Because yeah. Statham is going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I actually just watched uh, Fast and Furious Six. Like really? Like two nights ago. Master, modern masterpiece, <laughs> it might right? Have been, like last night, in fact. Um, and I and it was really I was waiting for the end of the credits and to see that uh, Tokyo Drift scene. <laughs> yeah, and Statham got out of the car. That was pretty badass. Uh, I gotta say, uh, I'm about the Rock. Like the Rock is such a cool a dude. Like he's like I loved watching him in that movie. Like he's a such a he's an American icon. Like I really think like he's, yeah. Like if you see him in uh, Pain and Gain, yes. and him playing off of Mac Wahlberg. Mac Mac Wahlberg. Freaking Mac. Um. Like that's such a fun. It was such a fun duo to watch, and like, he's such a legit actor in my opinion. Like, the I Rock hasn't sold out. No, like the Rock he's is still cooking. Done a lot really of yeah. <laughs> 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 I've heard that so long. Well played, well played. Cool. Man, you're the right. <laughs> but like, I feel like there's so, so many like action public. action heroes that just like sell out. You know, like Vin Diesel or something, and then Vin like, Diesel like, spoke. Impossibly slow in that movie. Really? Yeah. If you if you go back and watch that movie, <laughs> he's trying he's trying he's to exude trying like, to, like coolness. Read the line oh as he, he nonchalant breathed out words. Just, <laughs> just, they fell out through gravity alone. Like they were. There was a there was a black hole just like distorting time near his mouth <laughs> that was stretching words. So out. So you'd was, say The Rock, right? I'm into The Rock. Yeah. Okay. He said The Rock, right? Yeah, I said The Rock. I said Jason Statham. Greg Evans said Jason Statham. Yes, he did. Because of the black belt and all the stuff. Yeah. What do you say? So evidently I'm the tiebreaker here. Yeah, you're, five, you're three or five. Now, when I was listening to the episode, my first instinct was The Rock. Uh-huh. And I thought about it long and hard. Be Why do I pick The Rock? Oh. Why? And then I like kind of started thinking about it. I'm like, all you need is one quick martial arts into yeah. the jaw and trust me it doesn't matter how big you are you're going down yeah so i'm going ha- to i've it. switched camps and i'm going to go with statham yeah i think i think he's going to be like a little <laughs> freaking go. spider monkey and jumping under boom He's going to okay. get one good Hunter's clock across the face. Right now, the yeah. blood feud. I'm sorry are we just talking about who would win in a fight between the yes, rock and jason yeah. statham yeah 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 and this is with the conditions that they both go in, like knowing about the fight, they have a little bit of understanding of each other. It's that. like, it's like who is more capable of destroying the other person with Would all it be like conditions? MMA satisfied. style, where like you could like oh, tackle. Kind of. It's basically like, yeah. Playground rules. Yeah, playground rules. Pretty much playground. Jail ground. Yeah. Jail yard. I'm still gonna stick with Statham. Okay. But if, man, if the Rock like grabs him, gets a him, hold of him, yeah, you're done. Yeah, you're which done, is man. very likely. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be quick. The freaking monster. <laughs> the Samoan Thor, I hear, was pretty crazy at, at, at uh, Miami U, right? He played football there. Yeah. The Hurricanes. Yeah, he did. And apparently, he was pretty nuts in those. The guys. Samoan Thor. <laughs> I would be so terrified to be on the other end of that. 
<laughs> well, look. Uh, so well, we're just gonna call it Jason Statham then, just by the numbers. Okay, that's Did three you out of five. Crank? Yeah. Those are crazy. And crank movies. two. Yes. And crank two. We High talked voltage. about them, yes, for sure. <laughs> High voltage. He's just always rubbing <laughs> up on people. Those are fun movies. Those are good. Those are awesome. All right, uh, let's go ahead and put numbers on these beers and get out of here. Steve, why don't you go first? You're I... going to make Steven tell a story. Oh, my God. You know what? You're right. Steven. Steven, tell a story? You got to tell a story. Uh, we're, you know, if you've listened this far, it's because you don't care if we talk about things like F1. So you're in for the long haul. You're going to get story time with Steven right now. Steven oh told me the funniest fucking story I've ever heard in the car <laughs> last Sunday. And I want you to tell that story right now on the bus. The bus story. You know what I'm talking about. Come on, the bus story. So many stories. I did tell you two stories, and one of them was super lame. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't Don't fall. tell that one. Uh, yeah. But, but this story is nuts because it is completely inexplicable. I was coming back home on the bus on the 19th, so you know it's not the 801. It's not the 801. Damn, no crowd. way. No, no way. way. This is a 19 crowd. Okay, so <laughs> I'm on the way back, and... Um, you know, everything seems uh, pretty normal. Then all of us, we come up to a stop. We're fully stopped. But in front of us <laughs> stops uh, probably like a 98 Civic. <laughs> it's looking a little tattered, okay? Okay. Um, puts its hazard on. The driver, the lady, jumps out of her car on Guadalupe, 6.30 p.m. on a Thursday or Friday. <laughs> Unacceptable behavior. <laughs> One does not do this on a street okay. in the United States. She gets out of her car. She boards the bus. And with no... Like, quickly, right? I mean... Yes. With no regard to, like, the passengers or the driver, she is full steam ahead, <laughs> trucking towards the back of the bus where I'm sitting. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> she is a perfectly circular woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> full steam ahead. And we're... This is a terrorist attack at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're freaking like, out, dude. Like, this... This is not going to end well. Like, <laughs> she comes back, and right behind me is this guy that's asleep, and she hits him with a with a anger that is is replicate is uh is, reminds me of like a an older sister scolding a younger brother. Yeah, you know, it's just like, hey, dumbass, you're going to be late for work. You're going to be late for work. Yeah. I just love how he's her... not yet late for work. People, <laughs> her opening line is, "Hey, dumbass. Hey, dumbass." <laughs> Yeah, good morning. That's what she said How to the you? guy. You're going to yeah. be late for work. Hey, dumbass, you're going to be late for work. She is furious. Okay. And then... Gotta pay she, that rent. She's she's walking away knowing that... With you don't, the guy, right? Well, she's walking away faster than he is because she knows that that's not how you awake a human. You know? <laughs> Without fierce response, you, you do not say, hey, dumbass. In public. <laughs> In public. Yeah. And she's walking away fairly quickly, getting off this bus, and just everyone is dumbfounded. What blows my mind. So here's... There are so many... There are 85 questions to ask. <laughs> Please start. It's number one, how does this woman know this guy? Number two, how does she know what bus he's on? How does she know what <laughs> bus he's on, guys? And not only that, once she gets in, like, where are they going? 
to work, presumably. I would think he was on the bus to go to work. How does right? she know that he's asleep and that he's going to miss work? How is he not going to work it's on the, the bus? Apple watch. They can tell that the heartbeat is slow, so he's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. These people, I can tell you, cannot. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't send me back your heartbeat, bitch. You're late for work. <laughs> You're late for work. His, his heartbeat was like 59. Right. Yeah, really low. 59. Really low. <laughs> it doesn't work this, out. This guy was on the bus long enough to fall asleep. To fall asleep. That's easy. Like 20 minutes. And, right? And, and long enough to warrant such an intense response from this woman that she needs to pull a bus over, which she somehow knows that this man is on this particular bus. Illegal behavior. Unless he sent her a pen or something. I don't understand how he and did And then it. she gets on a dumbass. <laughs> hey, dumbass, you're going to be late for work. That was just the most outrageous wow. thing I'd ever heard, man. It's such a great bus story. they go to work. I don't... And then he made it on time, I guess. Wow. Good for him. That was, that was a fired. great story. I that like it. It was a great story. Thanks, Dad. I, I was dumbfounded. <laughs> that is pretty I, I inexplicable. I had to like, look at the guy sitting next to me. and he, he <laughs> did, kind of, did that just happen? Well, he then, wasn't that into it. I was like, this should be more fun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we should be laughing right we now. We should definitely try to be Well, we thought it out in the car for like an hour that night, too. <laughs> it was we couldn't think of it. Okay, so let's go ahead and put numbers on these beers. Um, Steven, I still, I still want you to go first. Um, okay, I, I definitely enjoyed this. Like this is a this is a good Thursday night drinking this beer. Um, it's a beautiful color. It uh, is a high alcohol content, which you don't really realize. It's a uh, it's tasty. It's a little bit too sweet for my taste. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, I wish I got some more of this like wood aged beer or whatever that means. Right. Maybe like the the cut grass, like you were saying. I sure. do love cut grass. Um, I would have to say. An eight. Okay. Really? So a great beer. So that's pretty great. I'd say it's, it's pretty good. Like, I, I'm impressed by the quality. And, like, if this is what they wanted to go for, I think it's complex enough to be like, okay, I applaud this. So effort. you're giving them an yeah. eight based on what you think they were going for. Yeah, I, I'm taking that into account. It's like, it, it says all the ingredients on there, what they wanted this to come out like. Cool. And uh, it has dandelions on the bottle and stuff. <laughs> of and course, yeah. And um, I did love that Aerosmith song. Yeah, great, great hair rock song. David, what's your number, man? Um, so I'm more of a I'm I'm a big IPA fan, so I love the hops flavor. I love the hops bitterness to it. Okay, which this really doesn't have at all. Yeah, no right. hops to None. it. Um, and just for some reason that tartness. It's not a bitter, but it's a tartness that yeah. it leaves. It's almost sour. In, yeah, it's sour tartness that leaves in my mouth, just kind of puts me off just slightly. Um. But that being said, I still enjoyed drinking it. Um, it's not; it's something I would have again. Hmm. And um, you know, when when Stephen pointed out that you know they did they did a good beer for what they were aiming to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got the flavors out there that they wanted to. Um, it's just not necessarily my style, so I'd probably give it um, probably just a seven. Okay, cool. Good. I like that. Drinkable, but not really blowing my skirt up. Stern, but fair. Sure. I always like it when you wear skirts. Stern, but fair. <laughs> um, stern? Stern, but fair. Fair. Uh, Hunter? Uh, so, I'm going to be a little harsher. Uh, I guess I wanted I wanted that... Ni- I saw that it was 9%, and I thought that that would come through a little more in the taste. And that didn't really come through. I think the thing that came through most was the peach. And um, just like uh, it almost tastes like melt, like a melon sort of taste. In in my opinion, I get like a like juice, a or like a, a juice, like a juice, like a morning juice that you eat, drink, like an apple juice or something. Mm. 
So how about compared to the apple juice beer that we had last week? Because I, I think f- it's similar. I mean, I don't think that there's like a huge dividing line between these two. Um, and I think I'm knocking points for it. Like it doesn't even hardly taste like a beer to me. Uh, hmm. I guess. Really? Yeah, it really doesn't come through like that for me. I'm gonna give this a six. Wow. Okay. Uh, it, That's a feeling great. Yeah. For well, I mean. The way that we rank it, we do f- five as a scrimshaw, which is mediocre. And, it's just uh, a straight shot mediocre. A six, a six is like decent. Okay. Seven's good. Eight's great. Nine's excellent. And ten is... We don't have ten. Yeah, mind-blowing. <laughs> we don't have tens. Not yet. Um, yeah, you guys, I'm, I'm just... I guess whatever I have to say is sort of just like a summary of what you guys have to say. The peach is definitely the foundation, and uh, it's somewhat enjoyable. The aftertaste is definitely what is the most... Detracting is off putting for experience me, experience for sure. Mm. There's like, and just like Steven said, it's a bit too sweet for me. Like yeah, it was like a tartness, but it, it makes my mouth just feel kind of like sticky. If they had some I was hops, say, like it's it's doing something to my saliva that I do not exactly. Enjoy. <laughs> it's, almost like a, it's almost like a dry mouth, yeah, it's like yeah, dry yeah, mouth. totally. Yeah, that's what I, I keep getting is like a dry mouth, yeah, interesting, like a tannic sort of thing in a way, which is okay, that's, that's kind of weird, cool, yeah, that's well, interesting. Tannic that might be coming from the greens or the, the wood age, no? I mean, you get that. maybe, maybe it's the dandelions, could be the dandelions, <laughs> but the smell is really cool. Uh, when we first opened the smell was fantastic automatically just like wow that's interesting and fun um I might still be coasting on that to be perfectly honest (laughs) just (laughs) gliding that the whole way through yeah okay look I like this I don't think I'd have it again but I wouldn't have it again for what it is it's a complex beer that I've sort of just been puzzled and that puzzlement's kind of fun so I'm gonna go with a seven okay that's right in the middle between all three of us Mm -hmm. yay um, <laughs> Yay. Bye. All right. Uh, we don't have a blood feud this week, but we'll introduce a new one next week. Of course. Yeah. For sure. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being on. My B pleasure. Plus first OB. For what? Blood feud. Who are you? Just see what. Are you talking about blood better? types? Yeah. <laughs> uh, o, a, 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 AB versus AB minor. O negative. AB versus O. <laughs> Only one will leave the gamut. Breaks the back. O wins, by the way. Thank you for being oh. on the show. It's true. I enjoyed it, guys. It was yeah. a blast, man. I loved having you. We'd yeah, love man. to have you all have back. Thanks for having us on. Let's do it again sometime. Uh, I think David and I were talking about, and Steven, obviously, you're invited. We're, well, we're probably going to do just like an F1-themed show after a few races. Yeah, like a, a deep cuts kind of segment. Where we I, like, I can be your mixer. After a couple of rounds of races, Throwing we, sound we see yeah. where, the, where the cars are, where, where they're having trouble spots, where are they excelling. And really, I think we're going to get a better idea of where the pack gets divided. I'm stoked. Yeah, I'd be 100% into that. Yeah, I think that it would be cool if y'all had y'all's own little like race-specific podcast. Yeah, let's thing. do it. Hmm. We'll do it in a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening, guys. That was episode number 47. We're right on our way with 50. Uh, I think we have some pretty big ideas for 50. Um, that are just 52, stated. I thought, right? I thought 52 52 was... is going to be like a meaning one, meaningful one for me, but you know how we like to celebrate the teens. Yeah, I like the teens. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, plug away. Steven, oh, we plug. Go ahead. We'll start, we'll start the plug-a-thon with you. Okay, so I'm actually looking into get, getting into the, the podcast business myself. I'm in, uh, in talks with this guy who is super hilarious. He just takes over my Norwegian class. He's a completely hilarious character. <laughs> and I, I'm interested in getting a podcast started, and we're going to cover... Uh, the Iraq War as a topic, but we're also going to make it really approachable and, and fun. We're going to have guests on, and we're just going to have a really fun time while talking about a very say, serious, serious subject. You know that, what they say when uh, 
when they talk about Iraq is fun. <laughs> number one knee-jerk reaction there. Yeah. That's what I tell people. But and no, I, th- I think that's weird. a cool idea, though. I mean... I mean, the way you pitch it to me was like, let's let's get into the nitty gritty, but let's not ever be afraid to make jokes. And, and that's why we never get into the nitty gritty is because we're we take everything so personally today. Like your opinion right. is supposed to be sharply honed, and for people our generation, we don't. Most of us don't have sharply honed opinions on the war unless it's uh, um, just on the surface, virulently against. Yeah, it, or just you know, regurgitating. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, which is perfectly acceptable acceptable in my mind but it's just something it's a topic that i want to flush out a little bit more in our generation just having fun conversations with people our age and i just want it to be a fun fun time yeah. while we talk about I this applaud the well, it'd be good to be good to get uh, you know a little more information out to that demographic I, I, that's another uh goal of the of the podcast is to have it really like information based mm-hmm. but uh, it's something real- that's really listenable as well. Yeah, sure. it's really important, like for our generation. I feel like because we were the ones that were like kids going through that kind of right. stuff. So we like having, it. Yeah, yeah, having having using comedy and, and just kind of open discussion as way to really bring to light like what you really went through and like what that means historically for you and just as like a nation is cool. So I applaud the effort for sure. Yep. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. When it first comes out, we'll go ahead and make sure to tell people where to find it and all that. I appreciate it. Fun. Uh, as for the rest of the plugs, you can find Witty Banter on iTunes. Just search Witty Banter on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Every week will pop up in your download queue for free. Uh, you can also download the episode from wittybantershow.com. If you don't have iTunes, you can just get the file straight off of there. Keep up with us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash podcast. We'll tell you when the episodes are coming out, and uh, we'll post links to all those, all that stuff as well. Uh, we are on YouTube. Yes. Uh, since it's spring break, there's going to be a deluge, a metric shit ton of videos coming out to YouTube. I've been sitting on editing for a while. Now I finally have time. Uh, so search just Witty Banter episode 30, whatever, on um, YouTube, and you'll find us there. We're on Twitter. We're at Witty Banter Show. Personally, I'm at Bodacious Chase. Hunter is at Diesel Dorset. Do you guys have Twitter? No. I have one, but I've never used it. Don't use it, Steven. <laughs> I am not tweeting, no. I might tweet more in the future. I think it's just Steven Chavana. Okay, okay cool. cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's all the show we have. Thanks again for, for coming out, guys. And for everyone else, this has been Witty Banter. Beep, beep, boop. See you later. Beep, 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 beep. Pip it up, 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 pip it up